Hello and welcome back to Life with Lopka. It is so good to be back. I have been gone for a hot second there, but I'm so happy to be back with you all and getting back into just sharing and talking about what God has been doing in this time that I've been away. So yeah, let's dive right into it. Um I have definitely been away for the past few months because I have just been going through it. No lie, going through it. Experiencing life in its full <laughs> full roller coaster glory. Um and I've just been really then drawing myself closer to God and just working things out with him about what I was feeling, what I was going through, what it all means in the grand scheme of things. So, yeah, that's really that's really where I have been this past few months. And it was really good for me to take the time away to just to just write myself. You know, sometimes you you feel so off kilter, you feel sort of on an axis and you just need to straighten yourself back up. You need to, you know, realign your life and that is definitely what I have been doing. I spent quite a bit of time in a headspace of dissatisfaction of feeling inadequate about myself about my life about where i am in my life and this is so funny because i've been in so many conversations with people where people are like oh my gosh your life oh my gosh you know <laughs> making this big fuss of the life i've led and my perspective and their perspective was so vastly different that i really had to sit back and analyze what it is that was putting me in this space really what it was that was the you know the cause and effect for this feeling of lacking this feeling of inadequacy this feeling of just not being where i want to be Everyone who listens to me speak knows I love making music analogies and this episode is no different. Um there's this country song by Lauren Elena called Getting Good. The opening lines <laughs> the opening lines of the song just summed up everything I was feeling. And it said, "Once I fall in love then I'll be happy. But when you fall in love and there's still a hole, once you get money it'll all be easy but then you get money and you still feel broke and i was like okay <laughs> okay um how about you like move along in the song girl and <laughs> the song just goes on to then talk about all these moments that we think when life will start getting good and the chorus says I'm thinking once I learn to grow right where I'm planted maybe that's when life starts getting good. For me that was 
that was a defining line in the song because I had very much, very many <laughs> once I get theirs. I had that since forever. I've had that since forever. I've had that, those little markers in my life for when life will start getting good, when life will really begin for me, when I will really feel whole. And it didn't feel like I'd reached any of those markers. I sat through the month of March and April really just going, you know, God, like, are you kidding? Are you kidding? This looks nothing like what I thought my life would be like. This doesn't feel like it. It doesn't, it doesn't resemble it. It doesn't, there is no evidence of what I know you told me my life would turn out to be like. Where is it? Why does it not look like that? I had moved into my apartment in December of 2020. I had gotten a couch two weeks ago. We are halfway through 2021 and I had gotten a couch only two weeks ago. And that doesn't sound significant really, it just sounds like, what were you sitting on? But to me, it was significant. The symbolism of getting a couch meant that I was settling into this life that I was in right now, that I was committing to it. And I didn't want that. I didn't want to commit to this life. I was kicking and screaming and battling against everything that was telling me that this is where you are. Grow right here. You are planted right here. Like, make the best of right here. And I did not want to do that. I wanted to go back to traveling. I wanted to go back to when I guess my mind says it was better. Back there. Back there. I wanted to go back, back there. Whatever back there was. And whatever back there is for you. And I really had to sit with that. I really had to sit with that and I really had to wrestle with that. I've spoken about this before in previous episodes that I had completely stopped dating for the past two and a half, almost three years. Um, because I needed time to heal. I needed time to grow. I needed time to really just understand myself, understand what it is I wanted from relationships and from this life and where I would go from here. And suddenly it felt like, oh, but I don't have a relationship. So like, what am I really doing? You know, um, I, I was trying to to fit other things in that hole to make this phase of my life worth it. To be able to 
stand back and say that, you know, I'm not where I want to be, but I have this and this and this and this and this to fill that, that emptiness, that, that space of dissatisfaction that I was feeling to make me feel adequate, I guess. And God really just said, no. <laughs> he really just, he just said no. And it was as if he was saying, you know, if it takes you all year to, to work through this, to accept that this is where you are, this is where I'm calling you to be, this is where you need to make the best of things, then we're going to be here all year. But this is where it's at, girl. I really then just had to make a choice, actually. Make a choice to grow where I'm planted. I had to go back in my Bible and sit there and look at all the stories I idolize and be like, yeah, I'm looking at their theirs. I'm looking at their theirs. You know, when we read the Bible and you read all these triumphant stories, and as a woman, we read about Sarah and Mary and Esther and Ruth. And, you know, we read about all these women, but what we take away from the story is they're there. Once they got there, they're, they're the end product of where they ended up. When your focus should actually be the journey that led up to there. Sarah is the, the most prevalent evidence of waiting and waiting in patience and stewarding your seasons and, you know, just waiting it out with God, trusting. Even sometimes when you think it's totally ridiculous and you feel like he's probably not going to come through because it's too late for him to come through. He will come through at minute 99, but come through, he will. That was something I needed to learn. I looked at Ruth and we think, oh, Ruth got her Boaz in the end. Ruth suffered loss after loss after loss. Suddenly she found herself in a different land, different than what she planned on, different than where she started. And she found herself having to pick up scraps, basically, pick up scraps after other people in order to feed herself and her mother-in-law. And that was her journey. And we look at her ending and go, I want that. Before Esther became queen, she spent a year prepping herself, a year cleansing herself, saving herself, all of these things before she'd actually gotten to be in the presence of the king. And I think I forgot that the, the method isn't always, you know, trials before succeeding. But if you want what God has for you, you have to be able to submit to his time, to his timing of things. And while you are doing that, 
you are growing in the space that you are in. You are growing in the life that you are in. You are learning. You are absorbing. You are taking in what is around you. You are bettering yourself in your season. And that doesn't always look like we think it'll look like. Maybe you just need to have the faith to make it through. Maybe that's your growth. Maybe your perseverance is just waking up every morning to do the next day and the day after that and all the days after that. But submitting to God's timing and understanding that an absence of what you want is not an absence of God's grace in your life. God is still there. He is still faithful. He is still looking out for you. And sometimes things need to be birthed in you or removed from your life or there's things you need to work through before you can go to where you think you need to be. Before God can move you into the next season, there needs to be a crushing and oppressing and Hillsong Worship has that song, New Wine. And it says in the crushing, in the pressing, you are making new wine. To be the best wine, to be the highly priced wine that's corked <laughs> with those stickers that have golden engravings on, to be that wine, it takes time. It takes pressing, it takes squeezing, it takes stripping this away, it takes testing and tasting and retasting and back in the barrel it goes and in the barrel it stays and in the darkness it needs to be and it goes through this entire process, a process that very few people see. A process that very few people know of before it gets to the shelf where it looks amazing and you're paying all the money for it. Before it gets there, before it gets to public recognition, before it gets to be experienced by everybody else, a select few have to work on it. And that's God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They have to work on you. They have to perform a work in you. Sometimes it means you have to go through that period of darkness before you can come out even better on the other end, even more valued, even more prized, even more highly priced. And we have to go through that. We have to go through all of it. And oftentimes, we don't want to do that. We don't want to have to go through this. We don't want to have to experience the heartache and the loss and the pain and the loneliness and the fear and anxiety. We don't want to have to go through all of that because who would selectively go through that? But God's grace... And when God comes through, he comes through. I think I always thought I'd recognize the different 
milestones that were passing in my life as they happened that I'd realize, oh, this is, this is that moment that I was waiting for. This is this moment that I was waiting for. And sometimes you do. And sometimes you can't recognize the rightness of it all until you've passed it. I had spent quite a while waiting for life to get good, waiting for life to be everything I've always wanted. And while I was waiting, (laughs) I was passively waiting. And it took really a country music song, which just proves God can speak to you in any way, shape or form if you are willing to listen, if you are willing to hear from him. It took a country music song to remind me that life is already good. That I need to grow where I'm planted. And maybe I'll get picked. And we'll, again, go through the crushing, the pressing. And I come out spectacular, highly priced, golden stickered corked wine that goes to auction (laughs) but rather that rather that than being stuck in a hardened soil refusing to grow being trampled upon and miserable because life didn't turn out the way I thought it would Many people would say, yeah, but you're only in your 20s. Like, are you kidding? There's so much life ahead of you. And I would say as much life ahead of me is as much life as there's been behind me. It's not the comparison of how many years you have to go, but the acknowledgement of how many years you've been here and what you are doing with your time here thus far. We can say, yes, you have until the age of 50 to do that, but we don't know that. So all we can really do is grow right here, right here where we're planted. Trust that God knows exactly what he's doing, exactly what he is shaping and molding in your life. I am still standing in the middle of the mist where I can only see as far as my hand in front of me. I don't know where the path I'm on leads. I don't know when the mist will clear, but I do know that it will clear. The Bible says, you know, crying only lasts for the night and joy comes in the morning. I encourage you to have faith to have faith for the joy, to have faith for being able to breathe into a new day, being alive for another day, for the faith that if you're not dead, God's not done. It reminds me of a Torin Wells song that goes, God's not done with you. Even when it's broken and it's hard and it's falling apart, God's not done with you. So on that note, I hope you are encouraged. I hope that whatever you're going through, 
that this just reminds you that God's not done. He hasn't forgotten you. He hasn't forsook you. <laughs> God is not done. As a matter of fact, he's probably just getting started. Thank you so much for coming back to my very long time away. I appreciate each and every one of you who is listening to this, each and every one of you who continues to support me or message me asking me when another episode is happening. I really appreciate that. So do what you do. Share, like, tell people about it. If you know someone who just needs an encouraging word, then pass this along. Until next time.